There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular's single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Prompt Us is a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome back to the Prompt Us podcast. Hey, today we're super excited to share with you episode one of The Lost Tapes. You may have heard of us talk about these episodes in previous episodes of the podcast. The Lost Tapes are episodes that we recorded before lockdown, before we couldn't visit each other which makes these episodes almost two years old crazy they're almost like our demo mixtape episodes so without further ado this is episode one of the lost tapes welcome to the prompt us podcast where you start the conversations we'll be discussing topics focusing on personal spiritual and professional growth i'm gabriel conti and to my left we have your boy Zachary Staines, and to our right, we have someone who's rarely right, Chad Masters. <laughs> oh, dudes. Oh, I'm laughing as if that was the first time you said that, but <laughs> I you practiced know, it rehearsal. for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so welcome to the Promptus podcast, everybody. We are excited that you're here. A little background on all of this. Um, <sighs> there it oh is. Oh my gosh. Dude. I think we should all do that. Just mm-hmm. one, just, two, just take a- three. <sighs> Get the nerves there out. Is, Podcast one is. is happening right now. Okay, so not that long ago, I put on my Instagram story a bunch of let me let me lay before that. We came up with this podcast. 
to discuss, obviously, personal, spiritual, and professional growth, like, like I mentioned in the intro. But um, it is all prompted. That's why it's called Prompt Us. So we have one prompt on the table right now mm-hmm. on a card that we don't know about. Now, the story behind that is what I was getting into before. I put on my Instagram story just asking, and I didn't tell people that we were doing a podcast. I was just like, we're asking, or, or I, I asked them to ask us anything they'd like to hear me talk about in depth. They didn't know, they didn't even know that I was mm-hmm. doing anything with Chad, with Zach, whatever. It was just, I just sent it out there into the Instaverse, <laughs> into the Spidey verse. <laughs> and, um, we got a bunch of responses mm-hmm. that none of us have seen. Mm-hmm. Only our wives have seen them, picked them. And we have one prompt for today's first episode sitting on the table right now under this card is the text of what we will be prompted by. Who wants to read it? Are you going to read it? Dude, I think one of you should. I've talked enough already. I think I'm going to read it. <laughs> okay, think, are, are you guys ready for this? I, are we just going to do it? Are we We're jumping right jump into in? it? Yeah, dude, just jump in. Let's do it. Oh. We can't leave these people hanging this no, long. This, yeah. All right, gents. Oh, upside down. Here we go. Prompt number one. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. There we go. Chad knows Ooh. what it is. Ooh. Read it, dude. <laughs> How to stay motivated to execute the projects you're working on. Oh, oh my gosh, Straight dude. off the gate, dude. Yeah, I I'm actually really interested to hear some advice from this one because I think you know above any of my other friends that Me. I sh- that that I tend to struggle on the execution side of things. I'm yes. I'm more of an idea man. Yeah, yeah. And okay. so I have been actually <laughs> you're like you're like I struggle and I'm like yes, you do. <laughs> yes you do absolutely <laughs> call them out. <laughs> and so, but th- there have been some things I've been really working on the past I, I would say maybe four months that I think have really helped. I think that's really I think that's what's cool about our dynamic is that we all are in different stages in terms of our professional life and how we stay motivated with different side hustles with our main yeah. <laughs> hustle and how to create projects and pursue them. We're all in different stages. Do you want to talk about that first, even on the personal front as well, like where we're at? So yeah. I would, so yeah, like yeah. for myself, as far as like on a personal level, almost three years married, mm-hmm. Ooh, probably yeah. by the time people hear this, Ooh, yeah. we'll be three years. Um, Crazy. That's like in the personal space, moved out to LA, have lived here almost five years or mm-hmm. Just over five years. Wow, math. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> who needs it? Um, yeah, and just like working in the influencer entertainment space, I've done music with my wife, acting, videography, YouTube, vlogging. Started on Vine. That whole thing. That's like kind of my background mm-hmm. and where I come from. And then have developed the entrepreneur leg of the things that I'm working on over the past two years, I think, and. Now, podcasting is, mm-hmm. you know, the next big thing. Professional voice. For the boys, baby. Professional voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's good. I mean, I mean, I guess if we're going to, this is a good reason to tell people like what we've been doing, right? Yeah, so yeah. Um, I'm going to jump in. So I've been doing, I guess, yeah, side hustle centuries, you know? like So like, <laughs> we always joke, wait, we always joke about how Zach one day is going to write a book called The Side, the mas- the side Hustle. Yeah. And we, oh, no, no, and you are. The master of the side hustle. Master of the side hustle. That's your title. There's so many cool stories about Zach where I remember whenever we were developing the whole theme for the podcast and Zach is obviously living in Australia and Gabe and I are in LA, but sometimes he's in Florida and, and, and we would be FaceTiming with Zach and he would be FaceTiming us from a bus. He's taking the bus home from work (laughs) and he has his laptop open on his lap and he's working on some type of prompt us poster for the, for the, um, for the podcast. And he's definitely, he's a hustler. For sure. Dude, your your side hustles Dang. are like in the taxi, on the bus, in the Uber. Dude, You're just sure. like always hustling. 
to get out of the nine to five oh, to accomplish your dream, which dude, is so hustle. cool. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess my big dream is music and entertainment in general, mm-hmm. which is why this podcast is like such a big, exciting thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, my background would be just, um, just creative media in general, having done like heaps of film and then into photography and then into music, which is where I still am and I still love. And then, design and technology yeah I, i'm all over the shop but yeah. definitely like the music world is what i'm loving right now so that's kind of my well dude you're freaking thing. popping off my guy i Thank love you, it bro. let's get it thank Let you bro. get it tell us about yourself so as far as me i tell us tell us what you do <laughs> i'm gonna tell you give exactly the people what, what they do. want <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna preface with saying that i did go to college i went to undergrad and i studied business but my last semester of undergrad i uh got my heart wrecked and i became a christian and then I felt a different calling in my life. Yes, sir. Which is Ooh. the calling to be a male model. <laughs> which, that is the best way of putting that, yeah, bro. which a lot of people oh would never suspect gosh. that, but I promise Wait, you Wait, did that, that come right after you became a Christian? Was, so I actually felt I was supposed to be an actor. So I moved from Florida to oh, Los yeah. Angeles, and I was a part of an actor's Bible study called mm-hmm. Artists in Action. And then some of the guys knew that I was like a, I was a male nanny. You know, I took care of two kids, and I was a private school tutor. And they knew I didn't have any money. And they're like, hey, have you ever thought about model? It was a part of my Bible study. They said, hey, have you ever thought about modeling to pay for acting? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm not interested in that. Thanks. I actually said some other words, but I'm not going to share those. <laughs> you, you were a new Christian. Yeah, I was so a new right. Christian. <laughs> and so, uh, and, and then I looked into it and I got submitted to a modeling competition, very similar to, to America's Next Top Model. And I won. And modeling has actually been my ministry since how many, then. How many people were in that competition? It was three guys and three girls for that one. Oh, oh, so it wasn't like 5,000 people and oh, they picked you. Well, no, I don't know how many people it submitted, but in terms of how many people that got flown in to compete for, oh. like, for like a week straight. No. Yeah. Wait, so you won? I did. So yeah, they were probably really? like That's my God. hundreds or maybe thousands of submissions. I'm going to say there's probably millions. I'm kidding. <laughs> Listen, there were I'm billions. Kidding. It was around the globe. No, honestly, there probably was just a few hundred or so. Gotcha. But uh, praise yeah, the sick. Lord. And that's that's how I started earning money. And that's how uh, that's what brings me to here right now is I've kind of pursued modeling and in Florida and Europe and then New York. And now, now I'm back home in L.A. California. And this is where I feel motivated to execute on projects I'm working on. Because it's a place oh. that I can afford rent, but I can also afford to invest in different projects that mm. I want to execute on. I see what you did there. You see the buzzwords? I see what you did there. I you like brought that. it right back around. Yeah. Well, that I, I do want to hear, because Chad already kind of pushed towards you before, Gabe, about okay. what you do and what you kind of focus on, or how do you stay focused, essentially? Yeah. Dude, it's actually, it's weird because I haven't figured out, like, an articulate way of saying it. Mm-hmm. But... For me personally, I've realized that when I find something I'm inspired by or that I want to tackle creatively, I can set my mind to it for a period of time, mm-hmm. in a, it, which is like very weird. And it, I'll explain. So say, say it's um, this, the series that I developed on my channel with Jake about the podcast. That I knew I was going to tackle and it wasn't because I got really burnt out from the YouTube hustle. And the Mm -hmm. YouTube hustle is post consistently till the end of time or until your channel dies or do you know what I mean? It's just like do it, do it. Any other business structure. Yeah. It's nuts. Excuse me. It's basically, (laughs) everyone. Um, So it's, it's basically do it until you burn out. Mm -hmm. And I burnt out. And I just had to take a break for a few months and I didn't know what I was doing. I got so depressed and I was just like, I need to f- figure out 
what the heck I want to do. Like, why am I so unmotivated? And over basically the whole course of 2019, I just developed this kind of method for myself of like tackling a project at a time Mm -hmm. and knowing what the goal was and what the end result was and when the end result was. So I knew going into it. So take the, um, take the series that I made in the summer of 2019 for Jess's family. Uh, well, what, oh, yeah. it's not for Jess's family for when, when Jess got a residency and we traveled to Australia and surprised yeah. her family that I knew when I started was a month before we left to Australia and it would end once we surprised her family in mm-hmm. Australia. And then I knew for about two to three weeks after that, I'd be editing. editing, And that was the end of the project. And that's when I knew I can focus, like hyper-focus, work like crazy hard on something Mm -hmm. for a long period of time. Or for a shorter like season, but like long periods of time per day. Like I couldn't keep up the hustle that I kept up while shooting that series for just like indefinite. You know what I mean? Like indefinitely is just that, that there's no end to it. There's no like end goal. The end goal was to finish the series come out with three or four episodes mm-hmm. and then like put it out for people. So know? do you think yeah. that's what burnt you out is, uh, you know, previously when you're just on the YouTube grind, do you think the burnout was just caused by there not being any end to it? Yeah. And I, I, the goals were not really there. Mm. Like uh, essentially the goal before was to be able to make a living and a career off mm-hmm. of social media and entertainment. Then I got that. And then I just have to keep up with everything. I was like, wait, wait, now what am I doing it for? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. And it's like, wow, dude, that actually, that's super interesting. It makes me think of that piece of scripture, Colossians three twenty three, which says work is work hard and work is for the Lord and not for man. Mm-hmm. And I used to read that verse and think, okay, wow. Like this person's not my boss. God's my boss. I need to please him. But then it makes me think of like the Sabbath. Right. It makes me think of what if the verse. So what if the context of that verse is actually the opposite, which means that if you work for man, you're going to get burnt out. You're going to feel depressed. You're going to feel anxious. You're going to feel let down. Mm -hmm. And, but you know, and he's actually given us uh, like a heads up, by the way, work for me, Mm -hmm. not for man, because it's going to be better for you that way. That way you don't get damaged. And how are you, how do you apply that? Well, I don't. (laughs) 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 No, no. I I mean, I'm learning all this stuff in real time. And as far as me applying that, I think that's something that I'm really moving into probably in the last four months. So I've, I'm a newlywed. I, I got married nine months ago in a, in a week. Right. And so I love my wife and, but and who's, who's counting. Yeah. I'm definitely counting. <laughs> I'm not going to miss that one year. Are you kidding me? It's why we got married near Valentine's day. I'll oh never forget God. it. You know oh, what I mean? Good. Smart. smart you know? But it's not yeah. on Valentine's day. I don't look smart, yeah. but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the same me with Christmas. I know. Right. It's the week before. Christmas. Yeah. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Dude. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from the Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. And so as far as me and staying motivated, <laughs> I love Zach. <laughs> We're all just like smiling at each other like, oh. We're doing the podcast. Yeah, it's actually happening. I know. Oh, I just want to take a break and hug, but no, we're good. <laughs> so that'd the, be really awkward because there's just be a big break anyway. So, continue. you know, the previous four months have been really interesting because right after we got married, my wife and I fell into debt and we fell into a rut and we were, you know, I almost felt like I needed to work for man because who else is going to pay our rent, mm -hmm. you know? And I think what was hard is that once we got out of debt, I kept that hustle. I kept the hustle of working for man. And I think I'm, I'm just right now trying to discover, okay, how do I protect myself by not working for man? Because I, I see it in the way I get stressed. I see it in the way that I don't pursue my wife 24 seven. I can see it in the way I interact with my friends or I don't interact with my friends. I can always tell if I'm not interacting with my friends, I'm in a bad place, mm -hmm. you know? And so I actually, I'm in a place where I'm seeing it manifest in, in, in like really negative ways and I'm, I'm starting to see it. And so now I'm like, okay, how, how can I stay motivated to execute on these projects? But for the Lord, 
And I think that I think that's what makes it actually a little easier is when you really put the pressure on him. I mean, I think he even said it in the sermon today, didn't he? He was talking about how, you know, who Josh, Pastor, Pastor Josh. Josh, shout out Pastor Josh. Oh yeah. And so I, yeah, I just want to like, yeah, we need to like context. My bad. You know my bad. I mean? Yeah. No, no, no. You're good. I, if there's ever any context, I'm gonna butt in. And cool. Just be like. Good. Who? What? Yeah. When was that? Tell yeah. us more. <laughs> I honestly, I didn't know if we're trying to keep his his private. I don't know if that. Not anymore. Thing. Well, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I really didn't know. But uh, so he Sorry, was actually Pastor. saying us, and uh, he was saying to us in Genesis thirty one that talks about how how uh, he says um, the only way I was uh, successful in this is that God was with me. Mm-hmm. And now, if we continue to go back to that Colossians oh my verse, gosh, yeah, like, when he's talking about Jacob mm-hmm. and how he worked for twenty years. Yep. For Laban, for his uncle, and then eventually left. Mm. And the the only way he said, it, I like, well, I'm misquoting it, but no, like, you're good. Just you go. Know, with it. Just Paraphrase like it was it. like it's because God was with me. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely. I, I, what what was it? I've like not, I've done this because God was with me, but I. I was looking forward to lunch. To <laughs> were, you, were you really looking forward to lunch? Oh man, I was hungry. Anyway, but no, no, I get what you're Keto, saying. Keto, baby. I mean, well, it's so funny. You're like, yeah, I definitely taste off at that part. <laughs> Which part? No, no, no. I mean, can I then recap, Chad, for like that into the question? Like, are you for you staying motivated? I mean, what what are we saying? That the question is: stay how to stay motivated to execute on the projects mm-hmm. you're working on? So, yeah. for you, making sure that they're god driven. That's how you stay motivated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, w- I would say that. And another small piece of advice, it's actually not small, it's a big one, but I'll say it quickly, is practicing the Sabbath. I remember mm. when yes. Gabe started practicing the Sabbath, he didn't actually kind of say to me, Chad, you should do this, but he he described it in a way where it sounded actually good for me. And, and the reasons that Sabbath was good for me is because, number one, it's going to challenge me to get all my work done in six days. And Rather so, than seven. yeah, which yeah. creates a productivity, you know, it's almost like the article I think I've I shared with both you guys. It was on business insider and the article said that, uh, why other fast food chains should take a note at a Chick-fil-A's playbook. Oh. And, and you know, why Chick-fil-A is the second most profitable fast food chain and in, in the nation and it's closed on one day. You know, yeah. they're eliminating a day of business, but you know, they're 52 lust days of yeah. business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it's really impressive. And, but th- th- I think that it creates an urgency and an excitement around me. Cause you know, on Saturday, guess what guys, I'm going to get Chick-fil-A. I'm going to stock up because if I want <laughs> sweet tea out here in, in Los Angeles, <laughs> I got to go buy it on Saturday so I can have it on Sunday. Cause well, it's closed. D- dude also, but speaking of the Sabbath is that in, it, in, 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 of itself is its own goal. Like I've noticed that that like by Friday evening, mm. I need to finish my work for that week, and that's the goal. Because mm-hmm. Saturday's off. Yep. And if I'm behind, I don't want to be stressed on. Yep. My Saturday. Yeah. yeah. I want to be able to have that time to spend with my wife and just like have a peaceful day, mm-hmm. no work. You know what I mean? Yep. So that in it of itself is a goal, which is kind of goes back to what I was talking about before: is mm-hmm. having these like mini goals set of like this is what I need to reach here. Yeah. And this is the point that I need to reach with this project. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And I think, th- I think the completely other side of that too. So there's two benefits from the Sabbath, in my opinion, there's the benefit you just talked about, mm-hmm. but the other side of it is really helpful too, is you've taken that day off when you could be working, you know, there's, there's quite a few work hours on Saturday, you know, yeah, yeah. and you, it's you saying to God, I know I could work more right now, but I'm not going mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to work more because I trust you with what you want to do in my life. Mm. And you get into a position of surrender. That's good. You get into a posture of saying, work is not my life. Mm-hmm. Work is not all there is. It's yeah. good because it's good to work in the garden. It's, it's a good it's exciting, thing, but, yeah, but it's, it's not, not everything. everything. Dude, especially out here in LA, it's just yeah. everyone is just 
on, like we joke about it, like <laughs> the hustle, the grind, mm-hmm. LOL. But like literally everyone is on it and, and everyone is moving hard. Yeah. And it, it's, it can so easily become your identity, which is so dangerous because if your identity is in your work, you're just, mm-hmm. it's, dude, like. Yeah. C- can I add to that? Because like, I think the dangerous part is that a lot of people who are like, oh, I'm on the hustle. Oh, I have to stay up. I think I, I, I watch a lot of Gary V. And he just posted a video. He's a crazy man. Love him, <laughs> but he's a crazy man. And um, he just posted a video about how people aren't sleeping. And so they're becoming unhealthy because of the hustle or because of the grind. Which dude, is, that was me. Dude, same. That was me. Dude, the amount of weight I lost in 2017, just like 2017, kind of 2018, just mm-hmm. I wasn't able to work out. Yeah. I wasn't like eating properly. Yeah. I wasn't, I was sleeping like maybe five hours a night. Mm-hmm. Like it was just so unhealthy. Right my body was being destroyed and I was operating at such a low capacity compared to what I could. So now I make sure like the benefits of sleeping, the amount that you should Mm -hmm. is insane. Like Mm -hmm. the way you operate the next day, long-term as far as like you could get Alzheimer's from not sleeping enough. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. your brain needs the time to flush out like all the other science behind it, but like basically clean your brain needs time to clean itself when you're sleeping and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And, just seeing how important that was in the lack that I had in my life mm-hmm. in earlier seasons was like, no wonder. Like, yeah, I wish I knew yeah. this stuff back then. You know what I mean? Totally. And I, and I think that's where, I guess, a lot of people, I, I don't live in LA. I live in Australia and there's its own kind of hustle. But, but the hustle is still the real. The hustle still <laughs> exists. But, you know, when I come into LA and I see people working like that, they're up until four in the morning, then they wake up at 10 and then they keep going and again. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, the reason you're doing that is because you're probably out partying. Or you're probably distracting yourself, and but you're still going to call it hustle. And I think that's what I had to learn. That was that's probably that's my thing to add to this is like what keeps me motivated is actually just focusing on the things that matter mm-hmm. and not going. Well, I I need to go flip and do this every day because oh I need to watch three hours of Netflix. Yeah, well, on that as as far as like focusing on the things that matter, that brings that like reminded me of what I have learned to do recently is when I'm like scheduling out my week and my days, mm. I learn. That first, I need to prioritize my like personal things. Yeah, that's good. You told me that. that then, good. because my natural nature is to just work as hard as possible on whatever it is I'm motivated for. Mm-hmm. But that's going to burn me out. Totally. And then I'm going to once I start that, like on a like whatever you know, like say you wake up and you start working right away. I'm not going to take time to go to the gym. I'm not going to take time to read my Bible. I'm not going to take time to just like sit and read a book in the morning you know what i mean like i usually every day i'm trying i I try to wake up pretty early around like six o'clock sometimes earlier sometimes later depending on the day or the week or whatever but excuse me um but i try and give myself like three ish hours in the morning of just like gymming reading focusing on my own stuff making my breakfast talking Mm -hmm. with my wife as we're eating breakfast whatever you know Mm -hmm. like that kind of stuff and then I'm still starting work at a normal time, but I've I've given myself time to just like Do have my personal right. yeah, yeah yeah. And then like when I'm focusing like ahead on like scheduling things out throughout the week, it's like oh this day I can fo- I can put put this I don't know I'm just using it as an example, but like I'm getting lunch with a friend Thursday this day where if I didn't like schedule that in like far in advance. I wouldn't have made the time to go to lunch with that person mm-hmm. and like have, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I was like, wondering why you canceled on me. Oh, sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I actually think that's a great mindset. I don't know if you got it from the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, 
but he has, it's, it's one of his biggest principles in the book is that mm -hmm. you should pay yourself first. I'm going to, I'm going to give you yeah, the example yeah, yeah, of, yeah. of yeah. how it relates from financially to personally. Mm -hmm. But one of the biggest things in the book is, is called pay yourself first. He, and he basically, he, uh, he opens the whole premise with whose happiness matters more, your happiness or your bill collector's happiness. So typically whenever someone gets paid a check, they pay their mortgage or rent, they pay your, you know, so they pay their utilities, they pay for their car, their gas, their groceries, their gym membership, everything else. And then, mm -hmm. and then what do they do with what's, so what do they do with what's left? They either invest it or they have fun with it or they don't have any left. Mm. And so what Robert Kiyosaki teaches is that financially you should pay yourself first, which means that mm -hmm. if you have a goal of starting a podcast, you need to write yourself a check each, each month. It's a bill called Gabriel's podcast. Yeah. Right. And then, and like then essentially make yourself a bill on your, yep, on yeah. your like, because your goals matter more than your bill sheet. collector. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's oh because gosh. your goals matter more than your bill collector's goals. Mm -hmm. And and then what happens is, is at the end of the month, if you don't have enough money, you either A, find out how to make more money, or you mm -hmm. B, start cutting fat. You cancel Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. You cancel Netflix. You cancel Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. Yeah. But then if you I'm watching The Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously need to, I need to get your account login info after this. Oh, wow. No, no. no we don't do that. We are, we, are, we are trustworthy Christians. My bad. We don't give passwords. Then, then you should log into Hulu. No, I'll just make an my... extra account on my account. You know how you <laughs> can like add different people? Are you using people? his Hulu? No, no, but, uh, but if you take it's that, just jokes, come on guys. If you take that into a, a personal note, you're paying yourself first spiritually and emotionally and mentally. Mm -hmm. You're taking the first fruits of the day, which is so cool. Cause that's what God calls us to in scripture. He's in yeah. Proverbs. He says, give me your first fruits. Mm -hmm. Do, don't pay me a tithe after you've got everything. He, he said, yeah. pay, pay me first. Yeah. And I love that you're doing that because you're taking a great principle and just turn it into something so much bigger. Well, I didn't even realize that, but it's cool. Listen, I'll take it, bro. <laughs> Listen, dab me up, man. <laughs> yeah, that's I good, man. That's good. I mean, that's funny that that concluded naturally, but I think there's other things within this question that maybe, I guess, well, we can even talk more about like what we're doing, like what projects are we working on right now yeah. and how are we allocating time to that? Well, I mean, that, like, as far as the podcast, mm. like, how do we stay motivated? Mm, yeah, we, true. that's why on, on, you know, the podcast, we're doing it in seasons. Mm. So we're not on the constant, eventually we burn out because we just have to keep up every week until the end of time or until we burn out or yeah. the podcast dies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at seasons, it's like, okay, season one will end after X amount of episodes. Mm -hmm. We can take some time off if we need to. Mm -hmm. we, we're not going to burn out. Then we go into season two, and then that's our next season of work yeah next season of recording podcasts then they release and that's the time and then we have our break and doing that is a much healthier approach i think than just trying to be like we need to keep content rolling out every single week people are going to get bored of us if we aren't putting out podcasts every single you know what i mean mm -hmm. like if, if it's like if that's the youtube mindset fully of yeah. like the vlogging mindset of like you have to post all the time every week or Two times a week or however mm -hmm. much you post. Speaking and of, do that always. We, we all smile for this real quick. <laughs> 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 yes, Sorry. Content. Vlogging. <laughs> content. Chad just pulled out his camera <laughs> right. or his phone. But I mean, and the other thing on top of that, just to continue what you're saying, is that mm -hmm. having a break, and this is kind of further on from being motivated, but it's part of the same thing. Having a break gives you the opportunity to see what you're working on from a different angle. And so Ooh. if we, after yes, we've done dude. the podcast and we're like, let's have a month off we might update graphics, we might update format. Mm -hmm. And those things will actually motivate us to, again, execute the next step of the project. Dude, you know? that is so brilliant that you mentioned that because I realized that 
as a creative person, I was feeling so uncreatively fulfilled because I had no time to think. To actually look at it and go, what the heck am I making? Yeah, I, I needed some time off of working on whatever it was. I just needed time to just be free and it gave my brain space to actually let creative thoughts mm-hmm. flow back in, which sounds like kind of no, no, like, but it's, it's oh, I'm a creative artist yeah. or whatever, but it's like it's so true, so, so true. And I didn't realize it until I was like, oh, I'm always creative. I can always think, you know, just kind of like had that chip on my shoulder of like, right. I can do it just because and, but, I can. And technically you, know? you could, technically you could, and, and even technically to a, a level that would still be acceptable, but for you, it loses all value. Yeah. And that's like the last thing. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't imagine losing value for this podcast already. I know we're in number one <laughs> and we're like, yeah, I'll probably be over next week. No, no, yeah, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it's number one on iTunes right now, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> So like number one in Jesus's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. I mean, I don't know if he has favorites, but if he did, it'd be the it'd be prompt us. <laughs> um, but you know, yeah, I think definitely having that break. And I know for me, like music, um, the first year I did music, which was about a year and a half ago, two years ago, actually almost, which is crazy that I was every month. I was like, if I don't release a song, I'm missing out on the hustle of Spotify. Mm. And then I started releasing songs I didn't like. And I was like, Zach, why are you making crap songs, dude? Or why aren't you like putting enough energy into this? Uh. I'm like, Oh, probably cause I'm, burnt out you know and and so literally the break that i had from doing that first body of work to this next one i've only done five songs this year but i love all of them i'm so proud of them yeah Uh, so proud of the other songs don't get me wrong but i think i got to experience the process more Mm -hmm. and i think when you are trying to stay motivated on a project if you don't love the this is another i feel like we've got five points now but if you don't love the (laughs) process of that project it's probably not the right project you know, mm-hmm. if what you're working on isn't, if you're not like, man, I love mixing music, but you can't afford to pay someone else to like, you know, if, if you're trying to just get a song done, but you don't enjoy it, that's probably not the right thing to be doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I agree with that completely. Well, and I, I think something else that's important to know, cause not all of us are creatives. Like I think you guys are traditional creatives. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm more definitely of more of a quantifying type of person. It's where my brain works. And so actually a way that I stay, a way I stay motivated, like on a worldly level Mm -hmm. is I like to quantify my efforts. Mm. I like to put a number to it so I can actually see that, you know, the day in, day in, the the day in, day out grind where you're just like, am I even having a change? Because sometimes you're too close to the trees that you don't see the forest that you're, that you're in. Mm -hmm. And so one thing I like to do is, um, you know, there's a great book. Before you, before you get into that, when you say quantify, Mm -hmm. what number are you referring to? Like time money everything i'll 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 tell you all about that yeah so yeah so basically there's this book that really impacted me it's a short book you could read it while your car is getting washed i definitely recommend it it's called 212 the extra the extra degree and the premise of it is is that at 211 degrees temperature fahrenheit water is hot at 212 degrees fahrenheit water is boiling Wow. So the difference between one degree of temperature Fahrenheit is the difference between having hot water and having boiling water. But what's cool about boiling water, it, it can power a train. Steam can power a train. Wow. And so you, you can have hot water or boiling water, of course, that creates steam that can power a train. And so I tried to look in my life and was like, okay, how can I quantify my efforts to hit that boiling point to push me over the next edge? And j- just say, for example, if you cut out 30 minutes of television a day, at the end of the year, you got 180 hours back. Whoa. That's a that's a lot of hours, that my is, dogs. Oh my god! You ready for this? Dude. You know, it, you know, if you if your goal is to help people, and say you don't have a traditional job, to say that actually helps people. If you open the door for two people a day, at the end of the year, you've helped over 700 people. Wow! 
You know, you put a number to it, and then you can actually see those day and day, yeah, th- th- those day and grind. Dude, you're you making can, me question everything. I'm like, I'm canceling my Disney Plus membership. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you can actually quantify. And so, for some people who are a little bit more, uh, I don't want to say I'm more logic brain than you guys, because I'm sure you're way more logic brain, but I'm not as creative as you are. It does help for me to put a number to it, so mm-hmm. I can actually see the impact I'm having, because it helps me um, be like, okay, great, I'm actually creating a change i'm doing something good i can keep doing this dang <laughs> you just flip dude, drop you the just facts. drop the mic dude facts i'm bro. sweating so much right now <laughs> i just sent chat chad just sent us a fax through the freaking fax machine bro. i knew you were gonna take that <laughs> i knew it only it, took bro. us half an hour but we got there <laughs> yeah. yeah it only took half an hour dude i was gonna say it at some point you know <laughs> but yeah i can love it yeah that's oh. good man that's so good and i mean actually also you know how you said about paying yourself first. I think that comes with quantifying as well. You know, like I, I didn't a lot of, and we'll get into it over the podcast and stuff. And a lot of what I, my, my struggle at the moment, or not even at the moment, previously my struggle has been the financial side of it. Creatively, I'm like, heck yeah, let's do this song. We'll, we'll make as much music as we can. That's mm-hmm. not the problem. The problem is actually finding a, the in-between, the in-between mm-hmm. the creativity or the in-between the product, which was yeah. living, right? And so adding... I guess a number to a project because this could help for like staying motivated. Like you said, mm-hmm. adding that number is how I've stayed motivated. Cause I'm like, well, I can actually now invest that into a ring and propose Amen. to my girl. Amen, dude. Oh Absolutely. my guy, newly engaged. It's something I learned in one of my Bible studies. It's called the humble steps and learning to appreciate like the process, you mm-hmm. know, that's something I really needed to learn to do because I'm, I'm sure just like most of the people listening, we, you know, it's nice to get to the end goal faster. You know, it's what we want. We, we don't want to have yeah. to go through the hard times of wondering, okay, where am I going to eat? Cause I remember when I first lived in it, when I first moved to Los Angeles, y'all, I was eating Chipotle twice a day. And it's not that I was paying for Chipotle twice a day. I would buy it for lunch and I, I'll walk y'all through the whole thing real Dang, quick. This is hilarious. You, you just walk into Chipotle around lunchtime. Chipotle? Chipotle, right? Chipotle. Is that you say it? <laughs> no, 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 you're, you're saying, saying it, right? I'm you're white. Like <laughs> <laughs> For anybody who was, who was wondering. <laughs> and so I, um, so basically I'd walk into that, that place to get food. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm nervous to say the name. That of restaurant. That restaurant. And Chipotle. I would get a burrito bowl to go with a tortilla on the side. And then I would ask immediately for extra rice because these people are artists, all right? These people, they want everything to be proportional. So then they put extra beans and they put extra veggies and they put extra chicken then they put extra everything because they want it to be proportionally right. And then of course you get your free tortilla on the side and then I basically would take half that burrito bowl and put it in my tortilla and that would be my lunch. Then I would have the other half the burrito bowl for dinner. And that's when I, my my food costs $7 a day to be fully sustained. Hustle. The hustle. And I didn't want to go through that. It helped me grow. Did you develop that yourself? Well, yeah, dude. Dang, <laughs> That's insane, dude. dude. I'm going to start using it. <laughs> Let's go. Once I have Chipotle's in Australia. Yeah. You know? yeah right. <laughs> I'm just saying that sometimes those humble steps really build your character, mm-hmm. but none of us, I don't think we really want to go through those. But it's nice whenever you're saying what you're doing, if you're actually quantifying it and yeah. you're looking at it and you're just like, oh, wow, like, okay, this is good. This is good for me to go through this, or this is this, I'm growing out of this. Yeah. Wow. And I mean, and and like, I like how you say that. Where none of us really want to go through it, but we have to go to like we have to go through it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no to even be sitting here. There was a, a flight to LA that and no accommodation. You know, and mm-hmm. that's how like Gabe and I started being friends. You know, like there's just just weird stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that is crazy. I didn't know. She literally flew out here and didn't have a hotel to stay at. I wish I would have known you then because you could, you could have crashed, crashed me We've for had sure. Chipotle for like every day. But like, <laughs> I just, I think you do have to, 
I think it's almost a superpower in a weird way if you know that, okay, I'm going to take a risk that no one's willing to take, which might be each Chipotle every day because I can save this much money otherwise or I can still be in LA. And I think um, even though no one really wants to go through it, you still have to. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a funny balance though because like what we were talking with with sleep is you yeah, want to be able to to get things done the right way. You need to, not the right way, just to be effective and efficient mm-hmm. and work at your best capacity. You need to fuel your body right with the right sleep and food that your body needs and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I think so, that's but it's like it's like an interesting balance that when you're younger too, like you can oh, yeah, kind of yeah. just eat whatever you want. Dude, still, I, I would when love you're younger. I turned 25 and I'm like, <laughs> back in the day when I was younger. I was going to say, I can see a gray right now. <laughs> oh, Dude, absolutely. I have like one on the right side of my head. So. I am. Um, Thanks, Chad. I, I was Thanks for calling gonna, me out. <laughs> I was actually going to ask your opinion on that because I, I think you read the four hour work week, right? Yes. With Timothy Ferris. And yeah, then, and I changed I, a lot of things I, about the way I it did. And I yeah. just wanted to know what you thought the main difference was or is because, uh, between efficiency and effectiveness because they're not the same thing. Yeah. I mean, efficiency is just being more effective in a smaller amount of time. And and what about effectiveness? Effectiveness is like basically, basically the effect of what you're doing. So like you can have the same effect on something, whether it's say your effectiveness is getting, a hundred thousand views on YouTube mm-hmm. on your YouTube channel. Yeah, that is the effect of what you're doing by making videos and all that stuff. Yeah. But people can do it more efficiently mm-hmm. by doing it with only a hundred hours of their time, mm-hmm. or by doing it with a thousand hours of their time. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So the it, the effect is what you it's like kind of like the end result. Mm-hmm. I guess the goal that you hit, yeah. and then efficiency is the way you operate in the process of getting it done. Yeah, because I think the reason why that came to mind is because you were talking about where you are, especially when it comes to, um, you know, eating or sleeping, and you want to be effective with your sleep. It's not that you want to be efficient, but you want to be, you want your sleep to be effective. Yeah, so like I I have, which goes goes off every night, and it's really annoying (laughs) because Zach is getting used to it. (laughs) My alarm goes off on my phone at 8 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Yeah, 8 p.m., and it says no more phone. Yeah. Sometimes I break it if I need to check something or whatever, but I leave it to the side. And I don't check it for the rest of the night. And that causes me just to like be off screens, mm. which allows my melatonin to work better in my body, which mm-hmm. allows me to get more tired, get better sleep when I actually do fall asleep. And then when I wake up, I'm not on my phone right away. And that, But then that goes into the more personal stuff of like, I'm reading before I check my phone. Mm-hmm. I'm having my coffee, drinking water. And then I'll like pick it up when I go to the gym and stuff like that. But then I'm not like responding to texts or emailing people or checking anything until I've like done all my personal stuff in the morning. So just like being effective with my sleep and my personal time, prepping myself to be fully, fully working at like best capacity, fully recharged mm-hmm. once I get into my day. Exactly. And I think that's, I think that's interesting that people can be in such different places. For example, whenever I was on that Chipotle grind or I mean, I'm Chipotle s- grind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I'm still in a lot of ways on that grind, but I cared more about efficiency than I did effectiveness because mm-hmm. say if I were working out and I wanted to get enough protein, well, maybe Chipotle's not the best version or the most effective protein for me. It would have been great for me mm-hmm. to have protein shakes, but guess what? I couldn't afford it. Yeah. And so I had to go what was I had to go with what was more efficient in my bank account. Mm-hmm. But when you get to a place where we, and it can be regarding your talents, your times, or your treasures, no matter what it is, but there's a time when you want to transition out of just being efficient and being effective. And I think that's where I am 
spiritually and emotionally and professionally is I'm transitioning from a place where I'm just trying to do enough to get by or I'm not overspending on Mm -hmm. any level of my life, whether it's spiritual or whatever. Now I'm trying to find a place where how can I be most effective in loving my wife? How can I be Mm -hmm. most effective in being there for my friends? And so it's no longer uh, a game of hours. Now it's a game of how can I, you know, I don't want to manage time as much as I want to manage the project, for example. I want to, like, complete a project versus complete, like, oh, I'm just going to work for six hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's why I'm really big on, like, the project thing, especially now. And that's why everything I'm kind of tackling now in my work, and a lot of it, like, I'm, you guys know a lot of the things that I'm working on, but I can't, like, just say it publicly yet. So, <laughs> I'm stay tuned. them all right now. <laughs> um But yeah, with those things, they're all like project-based. There's an end to them. Like there's an end goal on all those things. And then I knew, based off the end goal, say it's like a year down the line, this is what I want to have done. Or say it's a month or six months, whatever the timeline is. Then you work backwards from there and be like, if I want that done, let me, let's just say, uh, let's just say with the podcast and the series, Mm -hmm. like timeline. Okay, it's, like probably around the beginning of February is roughly now when we're recording this is when these episodes are going to start airing. So work backwards from there. We'll probably want the series talking about the podcast to start running episodes at the top of the year, January. So I need to have editing done on the first few episodes by the beginning of January, which means during December, I need to be editing at around an episode every week and a half probably getting mm-hmm. an episode yeah. every week and a half yep. and that is the and that's like where we're getting to now mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yep. the series is effectively done because yep. we're recording the first podcast yeah. you know that's which so is true wow. really weird we've been reco- we've been filming the series for yeah literally like three almost, weeks yeah, yeah almost a month already yeah. um so so wrapping all that up how can we how can we just package that in a really pretty bow so in terms of, I think one thing that you really were encouraging is is, is resting well yeah. to stay motivated. Yeah, so, like, I've just been really good about, I've realized that I'm way more motivated when I'm planning out what I'm doing mm-hmm. as well. So I take those projects, take those timelines, and then I have to package it out, like, on a day-to-day level. You know what I mean? So it's like, today, these are, like, the things that I need to get done, and I will set out, like, at this time, like... Waking up at six, maybe I start working at nine. At nine, I start like kicking through some emails. Mm-hmm. Then by ten, I need to be done with emails, done emailing people back, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to start. Say, Jake comes over, and I need to start filming uh, for the series. Yep. Yeah. And that's going to go from ten to one. At one, I take an hour for lunch because I'm making sure I have my time for lunch. Yeah. And I'm not working during that time, so I can rest up a little. Bit. Then at two, I don't know, another thing, whatever it is. Yep. Jess yeah. and I have. To start vlogging at two. And that ends up, you know what I mean? Like planning those things out. And that makes it like, you're just like every, every chunk of time, you're just like tackling another piece of the puzzle that over time will build out. Like no movie gets done overnight with someone being like, I want to make a movie. And then they just start working with no plan. So like it's years of, of day to day, a piece of the puzzle getting put into place. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. 
In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. So I I have a question for you, and I think Zach can pipe in on this too, because I would love to hear your insight. But did you just wake up one day and know that, okay, maybe a good strategy is best, or or maybe I need to sleep better, or maybe I need to eat better, or this, this, is that? Like, how did you develop the ways that you would stay motivated to execute these projects? It's just literally like failing. Yeah. And then f- fixing, mm-hmm. failing yeah. and fixing. I like failing that. and fixing. Dude, yeah. that's, I like that's that. Dude. I didn't even plan. It's that, like a bro. good title. It is. You know what I mean? Failing and fixing. Um. Yeah. So basically, like, I was burnt out. Mm-hmm. I knew I just needed to sleep. You know what I mean? And then I was getting enough sleep, but then I was getting sick all the time. 
So I knew I knew I needed to change my diet. And then once that was, you know, things were good, then I started adding projects back on because then that was kind of the period of time where I took a break mm-hmm. from everything. Then I started adding projects back on. And I was like, wait, I don't want to fall back into what I yep. was in before. I don't want to get depressed again. I don't want to get burnt out. I need to find a ways. Like w- what I was working on was kind of like already effective in a way. I knew that what I was working on was worth my time, but I just needed to do it in a less amount of time. So that's when yeah. I started developing like the efficiency and reading like books like the four hour work week and stuff, which like I'm not working four hours a week, yeah, but I'm course. taking the techniques to be able to work in a much shorter time span mm-hmm. and get the same thing done because I have so many different pieces in my life that I'm just like working on. If yeah. that makes a different projects, I would say. Yeah. I was just going to say, I, I really liked failing and, and fixing before I came on this trip. I was talking to my youth pastor, Ryan, and, um, and I didn't like saying fixing. I, I was just talking to him about where life was at. And I was like, look, I'm just in a space where I know what I want to fix. And he's like, well, mm. it's not really fixing. It's like growing developing yeah yeah but like it's really easy to be like oh no i just need to fix it and i think um just watching the people around me and and um and watching what they're doing like watching you guys and just going oh man that is something that i get excited about why am i not working towards that and that it's it might be because my diet needs to be fixed so what, what you're saying just kind of analyzing what you're in rather than ignoring what you're in is actually the way to keep motivated in fixing those things. Yeah, exactly. But that I would say that the develop, like what you said about developing is the single word version of mm-hmm. failing and fixing. Mm-hmm. Cause you're going to continue to fail mm-hmm. and it's your decision to fix or not. Yep. And it's just fine tuning. Totally. And then you go back, then you fail again, you fix whatever problem that made you fail. Then you go back again after you fail again. And no one who ever gets anything big done in their life has not failed before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Anyone who's done anything big or remotely successful or is whatever, you know, you know what I'm trying yeah. to say. Like they have all the, failed along the way. Astronomically too. Yeah. Like <laughs> more than anyone else. Yeah. But it shows. Perseverance in that. Perse- yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Perseverance. And then where they're at is so much farther along mm-hmm. than where they were and where other people are who don't decide yeah. to persevere through their failure through their failures. Yeah. And it's a very, it's a, I definitely think it's part of that self-awareness thing of you have to be self-aware enough to take responsibility for what you're doing. Otherwise you do end up just repeating yourself, you know? And so that just, I mean, like I said, I'll talk about finances a lot, but just because of where my head's at right now, but that's very, I had to be like, yo, it's my responsibility to pay my debt off. It's not the world's responsibility. God's not just going to give me a million bucks. It, I, it's my responsibility to use the gifts that he's, that he's given me. Dude, that's the that, right? parable of the talents. Yeah. You know what okay. I mean? The people who were responsible and effective with what the master being God mm-hmm. gave to them were then given more. Yeah, well. And the ones who failed and were scared and dug their talents and buried them in the ground, were then cast away. Yeah, well. So, well, I, I'll tell you something super fun about that is that. Tell is me what's fun, Chad. Break it down for us. <laughs> so, 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 whenever the master sent them away, it said that they have gnashing of the teeth. You know what that is? Have you ever done, you ever like stubbed your toe and you do this? You know what I mean? You grit your yeah. teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't do the sound for, for, for the audience. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like gritting my teeth hardcore from the microphone. <laughs> I think funny. I chipped a tooth. Have you ever done this? But have you guys ever done, have you ever like, you know, hit your door like on a jam of a door? Have you hit your toe on the door jam or like underneath the bed or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks. That, that face you make, 
is is what people experience wow. of gnashing of the teeth. And so what mm -hmm. that it's a it's a it's a it's a face of strife and a, a face it's a face of 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 pain that just makes you like, like the, it's just annoying. Mm. And so what, what is saying is that of course you weren't physically injured whenever the master sent you away for not investing the talents he gave you, but there's something spiritually or personally or emotionally that's happening inside of you. That's making you upset. Yeah. It, it'll genuinely like make you sick where you're just like, and it's funny cause it's not a physical pain, mm. but it'll make you do that. Super weird. Do you think yeah. that, that long term is just a lack of fulfillment? You know, when people just don't feel fulfilled, they've, just done what they've needed to do to get by, but not actually persevered to do something bigger or for themselves. Is that what that is? Do you think over time? That's interesting. I don't that know. is I've, very I've, interesting. I have to think. That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, I don't know. Three I don't want this. <laughs> what I'm about to say, I don't want it to come across as like arrogant in any way, but I, I haven't experienced that. Nash of the teeth. In in the sense of like what I what I feel responsible for and working my hardest because that's a huge thing in my life that I, t I I mean I've talked to both of you guys about it of like God has given me responsibilities in my life marriage mm -hmm. family friends career finances where all those things and I need to do my very best in all of those areas because it is my responsibility yeah mm -hmm. and I feel like I'm doing okay or I feel like I'm doing pretty well with them actually. But there's ones that I sometimes fail at. I'm purposefully going back and correcting. Yeah. And that is the responsibility in and of itself that I think God sees and goes, okay, I see you're working very hard and doing well with the responsibilities I've, I've given you. Mm -hmm. Here's a little bit more. So, and then here's a little bit more. And it's basically compounding interest. But you so know what I mean? On the whole topic of this podcast is about how do you have that mindset you know, so, so is it something, no, no offense, but is it, is it a homeschool mindset where you just fully believe in yourself? Home, I was homeschooled, bro. <laughs> you know, but generally how, how can you, uh, it, it, is it, I, I just, I think people want to know where does that come from? And if someone doesn't have it, cause not everyone has that, maybe that alpha personality of, yeah. oh, I'm going to, I'm going to tackle this. I'm going to do well. Cause some people take L's really personally. Mm. Yeah, no, I know it's tough. I think it's, uh, dude, I mean, people are gifted in different areas. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and I have... Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I just vomited a little bit. Chad looks at, looks at the camera that... Yeah. If you're watching on YouTube, you saw it. But Chad looked at the camera and stroked his chin and did a little blue steel. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I totally forgot what I was even No, saying. no, but I get what, what you're saying about, um, about different gifts. So do you think that maybe something that you found yourself in is the ability to just keep moving on it and to not get stuck in things when they didn't work out or because i know for me my gifts were not in just dealing with or not just dealing with my my gift wasn't taking responsibility for example you know like yeah in certain areas i think that's a realization mm -hmm. you have i don't know as a christian it's breaking down those verses a lot that a lot of people like skim over and stuff like that and like really being like wait wait what is god saying here you know what i mean and um just i'm very practical when i read scripture and i always try and see like how does that practically apply because you know it's like all great like the very spiritual aspect of things and talking about like christians know what i mean when i'm when i say that it's kind of hard to explain but taking the th those things like the parable of the talents mm -hmm. well what is a talent yeah a talent is that time that period of times equivalent of like i think it was over a million dollars or something like that 
one talent. Right. The guy got 10, one guy got five, and one guy got one. You know what I mean? And the guy with 10 doubled it and then was given the guys, the guy who got one, master took the guy's one because he didn't do anything with it and gave it to the guy with the most because he was responsible. Mm -hmm. And in today's world, that seems so like counterintuitive with like all the political correctness and like everyone needs to, you know, like uh, equal pay and all that stuff. Mm. And like, yeah, there's, you know, like you need to have fair minimum wage and all those things. Like there's, there's those aspects, but people who are more responsible, like if there's someone with minimum wage, like two Mm -hmm. people with minimum wage and one person decides to live off of 25% of that and starts taking the other 75% and investing the rest, Mm -hmm. where do you think they're going to be in five years compared to the other guy who takes their minimum wage and just lives paycheck to paycheck every week? Yeah. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like the the aware self, like you were saying, self-awareness with being responsible with that. Mm Mm-hmm. And knowing that it's no one else's responsibility, it's fully yours. Yeah, and then people throw it on the government to be like, the, I need more, I don't know, like yeah. taxes need to be higher, tax, no, I get what you're tax the wealthy more and stuff like that. And it's just like pretty controversial I, I, in today's, you I know. finally think I know what your mindset is. I, I, I is think it, I know what makes you different than us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. What? I'm kidding. No, I, so I, I love. I'm not different than you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I think that, so in that scripture you keep mentioning, I believe it's Matthew 25. Okay. Oh, he hit the reference. <laughs> Don't fact on. check me. But Dude, I think I what's interesting. Right um, now, <laughs> well, hold on. I really want you to, I, I'm pretty sure it's Matthew 25. Okay. okay hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just, I have the Bible app pulled up here. <laughs> okay, no, keep, keep talking. Though, keep talking though. So, so basically what I think can actually make you different than, than, than me in that regard is that you are not uh, accepting ownership of, of, of what you have. Where, where if you look at no, a steward, a, a traditional definition of a steward is someone who manages the household finances or estate. So you're just managing what God's given you. You don't, you don't have more skin in the game other than God is blessing you with something for you to, to invest in. And the reason why I'm making that, I'm, I'm making that differentiation. Is that a word? Mm-hmm. Differentiation? Yeah. <sighs> Man, Dude, you I were right. Out, you were on it. The parable of the bags of gold. I broke out in a sweat when I was trying to say that word. Differentiation. But, but, but so, <laughs> no, no, actually, dude, it's here. Parable of the it, bags of gold. You know that Matthew look, 25. If, if you see what it says. Chad, right you and memorizing scripture is, you forgot to mention this before. You're getting your master's degree in theology. Yep. I'm getting an MAT. I'm getting a mat. <laughs> <laughs> a master's of arts. Chad theology. Master's getting his master's, oh, baby. Yeah. But so here, I'm actually going to point to this because I really want okay. to show you this. And so, so the man who had one talent, and he said, and so he responded to the master, and he said, "I know that you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you've not scattered seeds. So I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. And so, so here is what belongs to you. He was afraid of losing it. Is yeah. what he was basically saying. Mm. And I think what makes it hard for me, and what keeps me from being motivated to execute. And the projects I want is I'm afraid of failing. I'm afraid of losing it and where I'm taking too much ownership from God. And I think that is a pretty big difference between you and me and something I obviously need to do better. It's, it's not, it's funny that you say that because I think this time in my life where I've been arguably the most motivated to do things Mm -hmm. is where I've been most frightened of failing. Oh really? Um, Yeah. Dude, every day I'm like, dude, this series is going to flop, bro. Like, I haven't posted on my YouTube channel in two years. This series decides to start <laughs> going on. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I haven't posted on my YouTube channel in two years, maybe a little over two years, and I'm coming back with a full series based around a podcast that who knows if it's going to do well mm-hmm. because 
in the past three years of being married, I haven't really pulled myself work-wise, haven't really separated myself from doing things with Jess. So now I'm questioning myself with, is what I'm doing on my own actually going to work if my wife isn't involved? Because people want to see us as a couple and people want to see us doing things together. Would people have rather me done a podcast with Jess than with you two? Zach, we're out. (laughs) (laughs) This is the first podcast in. We're gone. No, no, no. no, But but fully understand. You know what I mean? Like that has been, I mean, it's getting really like personal, but I remember the first time, (laughs) shout out to Jess's mom. (laughs) No, but like I remember we were in Australia one time and background, I was like, doing the whole Vine thing. I had a few million followers across the board, mm-hmm. like before Jess and I even started dating. Then she came along and then we started growing together, but I was always like, quote unquote, bigger numbers wise, like, you know, getting more likes, whatever. Yeah. And then there came a time through our relationship where because our relationship was attracting a female audience and females love Jess and looking up to her as that figure, where then Jess started passing me with like likes on Instagram and more followers and stuff like that on different platforms. And I remember Jess's mom was like, Oh, look at Jess. Jess is getting more likes than you are now. Like totally innocent. She Mm -hmm. said that, but I was, it was like what I was thinking and what I was questioning myself about is real. And other people were noticing it. And it was like one of those things like, Oh yeah. Like everything that I did is fully contingent on my wife. Mm, Wow. And what I do with her. And if I try to do anything by myself, it's probably going to fail. Well, I mean, but if I can encourage you real quick, you're not burying the talent right now. The fact that there's all these cameras and these microphones and Zach's mm-hmm. here from Australia, <laughs> you know, it shows that you're not burying it. Yeah, that's I yeah. Mean, I get the nervous energy and I get you being frightened about it, but you are not that person who's burying it. Well, and that's where I, I mean, well, now I will say other than different acting gigs that I did over time, that was the one thing I did outside of doing stuff with Jess, but, um, and then like my YouTube videos, but those like slowly fizzled off just because I was getting more and more burnt out. But I, I think it's because of my knowledge of this passage of scripture Mm -hmm. and knowing that even though my emotions and my thoughts were telling me otherwise, this is what I had to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's, um, I think that's, what's like, Cause almost every day I have some sort of thought that's like, just a quick little jab. Like, I think the devil's just like, haha, here's some doubt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, is the series even going to do good? And it's just like, it's fine. No, I need to approach it with the series is going to be great. It's going to be phenomenal. I know it's going to do well. And that gives me motivation mm-hmm. to then approach it with the motivation and, and energy and creativity and f- like the feeling of it's just going to blow up and be incredible. People are going to love it. And if it doesn't, I still did my best. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I think the motivation all starts from like going back to the, uh, the initial question, how to stay motivated to execute the projects you're working on. It all comes from like my faith and the responsibility that I know I have as a child of God. You know what I mean? And and being a good steward of what he's placed in my life. Like Chad's saying, if it, if it counts for anything, dude, the fact that we're all sitting here and we're all just good friends that are trying to make something 
valuable and worth watching. Yeah. That's um that's crazy in itself. It's not just uh you know, regardless of what happens, I know that I'm gonna get so much out of these podcasts coming up and the series and being able to see Chelsea and I's experience through mm-hmm. that. You know, like I think that's another yeah, valuable that's thing I've learned from you is that you know, if you're going to do one thing, make sure you can encapsulate a bunch. Is that how you say it? Encaps- encapsulate. Encapsulate. Enca- I encapsulate. Think, yeah, no, that's Australian. Australian. <laughs> yeah, encapsulate. Encapsulate. You just make sure you encapsulate um, <laughs> a bunch, like a bunch of different things. You know, like, and I know deep down for you, if mm-hmm. if the series were to not work, you know that you got to capture your friends' engagement, and that's still like, yeah. you know what, that was worth the trip, dude. And it's so funny, like, even remember last year at this time. Mm. We filmed the music video for the the first I'll Be Home uh, yeah, the uh, Christmas one. Yeah, yeah. cover album that we did. Yeah, yeah. That Justin and I did. We filmed a music video for one of them. Mm. And like the amount of effort that we put into that music video probably wasn't worth the time that we <laughs> Dude, me like, coming out the three, four days we hustled to get it ready. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All of it like it was crazy how much effort we put into it. And like I would approach it differently now, but mm. the experience was incredible. Oh uh, yeah. What we got the to most do fun, and dude. Yeah, yeah. So I much still talk fun. about it all the time. It's it so good. And like yeah. Like, it, it is what it is, like, but the experience is what really mattered. And looking Fully. back at that season and you being here and just, like, totally just... And, and then going to Chad, the times that we go to the gym every morning, mm. like, half of it is that, you know, we're working out and trying to stay as consistent as possible with it. But then also, like, the conversations we have there, yeah. and catching up with each other, and just, like, the fellowship that we have and accountability that we have with each other just by showing up at the gym together. You know what I mean? Like doing those things, putting, uh, placing those things in your life that you know, you're going to get fulfillment out of. And like Mm -hmm. this podcast is like, Oh yeah, it's another project that we're working on. It's a work venture and it's going to be something that hopefully is successful and Mm -hmm. on a a level outside of like the monetary value that, you know, we hope to get from it. We hope it reaches people and hope it touches people. And in the process, we have had so much fun developing it yeah. and the conversations we're going to have for however many years we decide to do this podcast for mm-hmm. are going to be incredible. Fully. You know Fully. what I mean? Dude. So. Ooh, if there's one last thing I can say to encourage you guys and encourage the audience, I would encourage love to Encourage me, it. Chad. So I've been waiting for I, it. I, I would just, I just want to take a minute to encourage you all to, as you're, as you're going out on these great endeavors that are huge projects, small side hustles, whatever they may be, I want you to ask yourselves this question. This, and by the way, this is... I want to I want to say under the pretense of you being a person of faith, you being a Christian, okay? Is this project or side hustle, whatever it may be, is it to build your kingdom or is it to build God's okay. kingdom? Because okay. in Isaiah fifty five it says, "I send my word out and it never returns to me void; it always accomplishes what I sent it for." And it, it's the same way in that the the rain falls from the sky and then it lands on the ground and it waters the plants, which produce vegetation, which produce food, you know, and all these different things. It, it mm. serves a purpose. And so I just want you to really think about, am I trying to build my kingdom or am I trying to build God's kingdom? Because if you're trying to build God's kingdom, then your trust and your expectancy on his resources are just make it so much easier for you. You can just totally rely on him. Yo, what's up, guys? Thank you so much for watching this episode of Prompt Us. Make sure to go to promptuspodcast.com to submit your own prompts, and we will see you in the next one. Prompt Us is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought 
in that moment, oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee visit rightrug.com that's r-i-t-e-r-u-g.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you 24-month financing is available with approved credit for 90 years we've been right here right now right rug flooring whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks kemba financial credit union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs apply today at kemba.org to unlock a limited time two percent cash back on purchases and pay zero percent interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from kemba you deserve a card that works for you restrictions apply offer ends june 30th 2024 we are the voice of nascar the green flag is in the air and we are underway the great american race the motor racing network nascar cup xfinity and craftsman truck series racing live on your hometown radio station and mrn or nascar.com martinsville talladega the chicago street course we have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win photo finishes ryan blaney will win the voice of nascar the motor racing network work.